Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. I guess we can officially put 2015 behind us, at least for the time being, because this is a very special episode, you guys, our top 10 favorites of the entire year. How about that? If you had, If you had to put, like, a just assign a random number to it, how many movies did you guys say that you saw this year? New movies. New I mean, movies. I, I know for a fact I saw 57, because I haven't all kept on track, so. Nice. I'm at 47. Ish. Cody, what about you? I'll give it 30. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't count. Yeah, this is the first year I've actually gone and seen the stuff that I really want to see, so it's actually pretty exciting. Um, so yeah, guys, it's our top 10 of the year episode, but before that, we got to hit on some, I think, a really interesting news week. Josh, why don't you start us off in what's been going on in the biz? All right. Should I just start off with the order I sent them to you guys in? Is that fine? Yeah, sure. All right, cool. So we'll start off with the one that excites me the most. Uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. You guys up to date on this? Watch the trailer. Yeah. I, I didn't watch the trailer, and I'm not oh, yeah. going to. Cool. That's that's cool. <laughs> I'm just going to um, see the movie. Because awesome. if, if if they wanted the announcement to be a surprise, I'm going to let the movie be a surprise. That's cool. So. I wish I, I, wish I would have done that. Plus, but, it's uh, not, not going to be that hard, because the thing comes out in like three weeks. And by the yeah. way... As I was putting together our schedule for this coming year, for mm-hmm. some reason, I had left, even though there were movies coming out that week, I had left uh, the week of March 11th completely blank. So thanks, JJ. Much appreciated. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, there we go. <laughs> but. Um, but yeah, so 10 Cloverfield Lane, I'm more excited about just the way this happened rather than the actual movie. Because, I mean, I liked Cloverfield. I'm not, I wasn't one of the people that were like dying for a sequel or anything. Um, I thought it was a cool movie. But... Just the whole, like, the marketing behind that movie was more interesting than the movie itself. Because that was really, like, the whole marketing was, like, they didn't even have a title announced until, like, a couple months before it came out. And they just had this trailer that said, like, 1808. I think that was the date. Um, and so for this one, they just, like, dropped a trailer for a movie that they were secretly filming in 2014 with Mary Elizabeth Winstead and John Goodman in Leeds. That's crazy to me. And the um, little punk from the newsroom. Don't forget. <laughs> not Jim Halpert, as I call I him. Not Jim Halpert. <laughs> I didn't know who that actor was. Yeah, he's awful. <laughs> um, but it also, it's also uh, co-written by the writer of Whiplash, Damien Chazelle. Um, so that has me crazy excited. Um, but again, I'm just like, because we're in this kind of age where we know about movies like five years from now. And we're like just waiting. And then by the time the movie comes out, like, I don't know about you guys, but, like, when we get, like, four trailers for a movie over the course of a year, mm. like, I'm, like, like, it happened to me with, like, I loved I loved the second Avengers movie, but, like, just the build-up for that kind of, like, went more downhill than up for me, because when we get, like, four trailers leading up to something and we're just getting, like, a million TV spots, um, I'm just kind of, like, can I just see the movie already? I've heard about it for, like, two and a half years. <laughs> I just, I've seen a million trailers for it. Just, I just want the movie. Um, so... But uh, with something like this, I just love the beauty of it because it's like just it's just 
oh, yeah, it's coming out in two months. Here's the one and only trailer that shows almost nothing. And that's all we're going to give you. Come see our movie in March. Yeah. And, and I love that. So what are some thoughts on the uh, Cloverfield just in general? Cody, what are your... Do you like the movie? hate the movie? I've never seen it. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just... I always know people made fun of it. <laughs> that's all I know of it is that those episodes of South Park with the hamsters, <laughs> where they, uh, they, they're so startled. Oh, that was so uh, funny. I don't know. As long as it's not another handheld shaky camera movie, I think you're going to like it. It's not. It's not found footage this time. Good. So... Um, I, I like yeah I liked uh, I like Cloverfield back in the day I still to this day I don't understand where these um like like do people really get like nauseous at shaky cam stuff apparently that's so weird why I that... don't I just don't like it yeah no I mean it's it's fine it's whatever like, people are gonna it's a fad a to, fad to that's me, lasted a little bit too long but to, to yeah. me the whole found footage shaky cam thing it's like it's the way you use it not the actual concept itself because I've, I've seen terrible uh found footage movies i've seen great found footage movies it has nothing to do with the found footage it's the way you use it so um good point yeah but uh cloverfield i i liked it a lot um it was the first movie that uh what's his name directed matt yeah, reeves matt reeves yeah who i've become a fan of uh he did that movie i, I thought he did a good job with it um thought it was it was entertaining um, it was pretty intense. Um, it was a cool, like sci-fi monster movie. So, and this one is, I don't know. Do you want me to not say anything since you're not really, you're trying to like stay surprised? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you just, okay. Cause the trailer doesn't really give much away about the story anyway, but it does give little hints. So I will, I'll, I'll say anything. Yeah, I know it's, I know that the only thing I know about that it's in the cellar, um, yeah. it's an yeah. A cellar or like a basement or something like that. Basically it's, it's not, it's, and it's, it's not, a, I don't even think it's a sequel cause it's just like, I think it's supposed to be like going on during the same time as Cloverfield with different people. Mm. I don't really know exactly, but that's yeah. what it came off as to me. I'm really curious to see what happens here. And roll your eyes if you must, but I just want to point out one little thing is that this movie is called 10 Cloverfield Lane. Mm-hmm. And the artist formerly known as Bono grew up at 10 oh, Cedarwood Road. Oh my God. J.J. Abrams is a YouTube fan, y'all. Next topic. The, no, no, that's, wait, wait, that's wait. the name of the song that plays in the intro of this of this show, Cedarwood Road, based on that. So that's there's a connection there, man. By that logic, he's also a gingerbread man fan. Like, doesn't <laughs> the gingerbread man live on Tangerie Lane? Damn it. Sorry, I didn't mean to uh <laughs> I didn't even say that. But oh my god. I'm gonna I'm just gonna think in my mind that JJ Abrams is just a massive YouTube fan, so I'm you sure guys that's, stop I'm sure me. that's all he listens to when he's writing his movies. So. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I still don't follow what I'm looking for on repeat. That's what he wrote when he uh, that's what he listened to when he wrote Lost. <laughs> Gosh. Pretty much. I haven't seen Lost, but I'll take your word for it. That and the word of everybody else that it really sucks. Oh no! I first like two seasons are pretty good. Mm. I like the first five episodes that I saw, mm. and then never finished. But it gets really convoluted later in. Yeah, because I didn't know what they were doing. But um, you confirmed J.J. Abrams, YouTube fan. Anyway, okay, moving good on. Good job. Good detective work. Thank you guys. All right. Um. So next. It's up, even got, got the little... same amount of syllables. Cedarwood, Cloverfield. <laughs> oh my God. The Jesus. writing's on the wall, you guys. 
Oh my god, best song. Oh shoot, sorry. <laughs> you brought it up. Oh well. Anyway, sorry, go keep going. All right, let's move on. I'm, I'm sure Mason will find at least two more YouTube references along the way. Um, um, okay, so we got a little bit of DC uh, small stuff. Uh, first one, uh, Amber Heard. You guys know who she is? Not a clue. Heard of who her. is she? <laughs> uh, she is an actress who is really very attractive. Um, but she's also, I, I think she's a really good actress. Um, she was in the critically acclaimed Drive Angry with Nicolas Cage. Who could forget? <laughs> um, she was also in, I think she was in Carol. I, no, The Danish Girl. One of the two period pieces Barf. this year. Um, Barf. But, but I heard she was good in it. Um, I don't know if you know who she was in it. But, um, but I think she's a pretty good actress. She's going to be playing Mera who is the love interest for Aquaman in the DC universe. So that's a thing. Um, I think it's <laughs> Aquaman's cool. love interest isn't just like an octopus or something? <laughs> you are so beautiful. Oh, my God. Is that ink, or are you just happy to see me? Okay. <laughs> isn't she married to Johnny Depp, though? Yeah. Uh, yes, I think so. Oh, yeah, because she's the one with the dogs. who like She's smuggling dogs into a country or something like that. And then what? they were gonna. Australia was gonna kill the dog. Australia went nuts on that dog. Jeez, it's like they never met a dog before. It's just a stupid dog, man. Yeah, do that in all country. Yeah, <laughs> that's nice. Real <laughs> nice Australian accent there. I'll try. <laughs> but uh, so is she gonna? What's her deal? Is she a hero? Um, is she a villain? What, like, a, Josh, why is she in this? What's the point of this character other than to be quote unquote diverse? She's. Important. She's the queen of Atlantis. Are we gonna hang out in Atlantis for a while, or? I mean, that's where Aquaman's movie takes place, so probably. <laughs> I've no, I don't know anything. I don't understand Aquaman at all. <laughs> all right. Well, oh. I mean, I don't. I'm not too big on him, but I know bits. I've read a couple of. I mean, there were some of the newer uh, comics on him from Jeff Johns. And then there's the 90s one, which is what pretty much we're seeing with the big, you know, grizzly-looking man that is Jason Momoa, mm-hmm. um, minus the hook hand. Um, <laughs> For har- now. Harpoon or whatever it is. Um, and then, obviously, I played uh, Injustice Gods Among Us, which is my favorite version of Aquaman, because um, he's a total badass. I um, once, me and a friend and I once rented that game. We just played it for like three hours straight, and we came to the conclusion that Aquaman was the best character. He is. He's. They made awesome. the worst character the strongest. So yeah. shout out. I used to be one of the people that like said Aquaman was stupid. It's like <laughs> he talks to fish. He's stupid. No, he still but... is. But. Oh, <laughs> By the way, has the, did the internet get angry when they cast Jason Momoa when Aquaman's usually blonde? Everyone. So. They they got mad at everyone for everything. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> they also got mad that he was not white, so you know whatever. I thought Jason uh-huh. Momoa was white. He was white. No, he's Polynesian. What? Yeah. What the heck is that? It's like Hawaiian. Oh, so just say Hawaii. Oh, okay, that makes Pacific sense. Pacific Islander. He's in a, that's a, that is a Islander. state in the United States of America. So close enough. And people gotta shut up. Yeah. Also, yeah. we gotta talk about Deadpool at some point. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so yeah, there's the Amber Heard thing. Uh, I think that's cool. Um, then a couple little tiny things. Uh, the Suicide Squad poster. Did you guys see this? Or I guess there's two of them. Yeah, you but, sure but I think us. I think one of them is more exciting than the other. But 
Which one? Um, the one with the skulls. Oh, yeah, I like that, too. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. I just think these posters are both, like, really creative, because you've heard me go off on posters before. Yeah, and the last time you did, the movie itself, at least to me, was a poop pile. I, pile. I loved that movie. But, um, Mockingjay Part 2, in case anyone's yeah. wondering. Oh, yeah. I forgot. So. <laughs> Um, still, I mean, I just, I mean, movie regardless if it's good or not, I, I like seeing creativity in posters as opposed to just crap photoshopped together. And I, I, I got to tell you, I thought for sure the main poster they were going to use for this was going to be like a super villain lineup kind of thing. I thought that'd be really cool. But what do you mean, guess, like a, like in like a prison type of thing? Yeah, like all the villains cool. on a, at a lineup. You mean that exact scene from Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, but better. <laughs> no, actually, I don't know. But that just made sense to me. That's cool what they did. Maybe they're listening and they'll take your advice for the next poster. Give me $50,000. <laughs> or I'll sue you. Yeah. And as a requirement, Jared Leto can never act again. Jeez. No, he's okay. You're like Ed Norton in uh, Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> a movie Mason also doesn't like. Have we talked about that yet? Yeah, we have. <laughs> I think you guys yelled at me for that. Because you're an insane madman. I am. A little bit. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, there's the poster. Any thoughts? Aside from it looks cool? <laughs> nope. Okay. Um, and then uh, I showed you guys this morning. Uh, the Justice League. We got our first sort of look at it. Um, I'm not even sure if this is concept art or if this is like just like a little promo picture that they threw together. But this is kind of our first look at um, Cyborg and The Flash, played by Ezra Miller. Um, so, yeah, uh, th- th- it looks cool. I'm sure we're going to get a better picture soon. But for what we got now, I think it looks uh, really, really exciting. So I'm excited to see more of it in action. So yeah, Cyborg looks cool. but Yeah. Batman oh. should be in the front, though. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> He's um. Batman. He can beat he's, anybody. He's not the leader, though. He is. He's so he's the leader. leader. Actually, I did hear. I don't know if this is like a rumor or something. I read it somewhere that they were make they were positioning Batman to be the leader of this Justice League movie. Good. Superman sucks, so. and he killed his dad. <laughs> oh God. Now let's get serious. His dad killed himself. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. To save the dog, though. Don't forget. I mean, that was probably the the best way to go out. That's how I want to go out. In a tornado. Say after saving a dog, a completely preventable I, death. I mean, I mean, I'd rather just you know die in my sleep peacefully, but that's just me. Where's the heroics in that? I want to get shot into space. So, it's like okay. in, in the in, in the world's biggest cannon, just fling me right into the stratosphere. Either I'll burn up or I'll rotate the Earth for the rest of eternity. Either way is good with me. <laughs> um. Yeah. But uh, back to the thing. The one thing I did want to about the cyborg thing. It's something I noticed. Like it looks like is like, I'm not I'm not really big on the cyborg like at all. Like mm-hmm. I've only seen like pictures of him. Like uh, he was in, I think he was in Injustice. I don't remember. Um, but he was cool in that. It just like he always looked like there's like half his face is like because I know like half his face is like robotic. Mm-hmm. But, like half his face is like it just looks like, it looked like it's like plastered on. Yeah, like, that's, here, that's, here, that's here what he looked like, like in. Uh, that's what he looked like in Teen Titans back in the day. So. Yeah. They did pretty good on that. Built into his skull. And I thought that was really cool. So, yeah. All right. Um, All right. So, wrapping up all the DC stuff, we got something that I'm sure we're going to disagree on. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. He's a bit of an unfortunate event that he will be starring as uh, Count Olaf 
in a series of unfortunate events. You know, before huh. we get into this, Josh, you and I are both on wildly different ends of the spectrum. So, Cody, what? first of all, do you care about a series of unfortunate events? <laughs> Second of all, do you like Neil Patrick Harris for the role? Um, one, no. Okay. I don't care about it. I never read the books. I didn't see the movie. Okay. Um, I guess I don't like him for the role just because I think Jim Carrey was fine. Yeah, he was. I don't know. It just doesn't really do anything for me. But I'll watch it, even if he is. I like Neil Patrick Harris as an actor, so. There we go. Josh, you are, um, you're wrong by hating him, just so you know, because Neil Patrick no. Harris is awesome, and I can't wait for this. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. No, what what specifically about him don't you like, Josh? I hate I'm him. Curious. I hate. I can't stand Neil Patrick Harris. I despise everything about him. As he's an terrible. actor, or I think he's a terrible. I think he's a terrible actor. I don't mm. think he's funny. I don't think he's likable. I think he's annoying. Um, I just I, I hated How I Met Your Mother. Uh, I think it's a terrible show. It's not funny. Uh, he was the worst goodness. part about it that all the episodes I watched. Uh, I don't run through everything else. I've seen him in Gone Girl. He was the worst part of Gone Girl. I hated him. He's great in Gone Girl. I, hate, I thought he was terrible. I thought he was, he was bland fine, and boring in one note. I'll, um, give you, I'll give you one thing, that he was not as good as Medea in that movie, so that I will give. <laughs> Medea um, far outshone him. There was an, the, that Seth MacFarlane movie, A Million Ways to Die in the West or whatever, wasn't like amazing or anything. I thought it was okay. A lot of people hated it, but I thought he was terrible in that movie. He wasn't funny at all. Mm-hmm. Um, the Smurfs. Yeah, I was, just the Smurfs. Just that, say that. Cash money. That's all he did that for. Well, I'll give him a break there. Um, and then I said, uh, "How I Met Your Mother." And Rich. then the the one thing I did think he was okay in was um, the burger movie that I can't think of the name of. Harold and Kumar. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he was good. Um, he was playing yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah I don't. I don't know what about. I thought his role was fine. He didn't annoy me in that role. He was kind of funny because he's felt. I felt like he was like more mellow or something. I don't know. For some reason, I liked him in that movie. I don't know why, but everything else, I despise Neil Patrick Harris. And I do care about um, a series of unfortunate events because I read the first few books. I never finished the series, but I liked it. And then I I really liked the first movie, but they never made any more. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I was really looking forward to this Netflix series. And now I don't have any plans on watching it. Ah, man. So. I'm in a similar boat that you are. I, well, with it with it uh, relating to the the series, I guess I've re- actually I've read all of them and I really like them all. I think they're just they're such a they're great counter programming to Harry Potter and I just I can't I love them for that. When, and hmm? okay, funny story. When I was I th- I think I was in like second grade or something because we had like our 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 class had like a bookshelf or something where we'd have like a bunch of books on the shelf. Um mm-hmm. and like a bookshelf. Yeah, like a book though. Um, and one of the, <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I'm tired. No, that's um, fine. Just... And then one of the, a couple of the books on there was the series of unfortunate events, and I picked up the first one, and for some reason, I thought it was like a Harry Potter spinoff because that <laughs> front. And so I was just like reading it for the first, because I, I went back and read it later again, but I just read it, and I just remember for the first like chapter, I'm like, this has nothing to do with Harry Potter. Where's all the wizards? I was. It was really weird. That's funny. Oh my gosh. Still, I love. I love the series. NPH has got a 
he's got a wide range of things that he can do, and I can't wait for it. I'm so I'm so freaking psyched. But Jim Carrey really isn't doing doing anything, so if they got him to come back and finish off the role, I think I'd be okay with that. But as I'd it stands, woohoo! Well, he's dude. doing something. He's just being not funny hosting at the Golden Globes. I thought he was really funny at the Golden. Oh, Globes. he was so annoying. I just wanted to know mm. who Did won. He, like, didn't he like send a video to Emma Stone being weird? Yep, probably. I remember. That sounds like, like a Jim Carrey thing to do. But actually, no. The reason that he did that whole thing is because the prompter went out. So. Oh, I wish. I Hashtag defending Jim Carrey. Tell the truth next time. Don't lie. Don't don't pretend you're being funny. Just tell us. <laughs> I thought it was funny. It was like go when I wake up. I'm two-time Golden Globe winner Jim Carrey. That's that's funny. That's. To me, at least. And I just haven't liked him for a while, so... And just so you guys know, he's got a movie coming out called True Crimes, where he's trying to be all dark and serious, and I'm really excited. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. You... Ah, oh, man. Now I'm getting, I'm getting like, ganged up on now. I don't know. <laughs> no, I like we all have that one thing we get ganged up on, so... That's true. Yeah. All right, cool, Josh. What's up next? All right, next up... Uh... You guys seen Jumanji? No. Oh, the movie? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What What else would I talk about? I thought you meant uh, like the the story. I didn't see that. Um, I didn't see okay. The... Yeah, the movie. Uh, so Jumanji is getting a remake because I don't know why, but it is. Um, and it's going to be directed, and it's coming out. Apparently, it's coming out this Christmas, and they haven't started filming it yet, which is weird to me. But um. That probably just tells you how good or bad it's going to turn out to be. But uh, the director is the director of such classics as Bad Teacher and Sex Tape. So what you're telling me is that this movie's going to suck. Probably. <sighs> Isn't that... That's Lawrence Kasdan's son, though. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Something... They must have a very bad relationship. Or it's not his son. He's maybe his adopted. No, I'm pretty sure it's... <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. So. I have no f- he, but he did direct Walk Hard: The Dewey Cox Story. Oh, that's that's good. That's actually. a great movie. Was it good? Oh, that's hysterical. That it's has like, that's Will Ferrell, right? No, that's no, John C. Riley. Yeah, the other, that the other one. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's he's been doing good work. He's he. Let's see. He he's been the producer of Fresh Off the Boat and The Grinder, which I hear are very good shows. So, I'm excited. I he could do a good job. Yeah. Um. Eh, I'm. Eh, I don't know. Are you just I'm, upset that they're making this? I mean, I am. I've seen the original Jumanji, but it's just, I'm just, I don't, I mean, I don't, I'm not passionate about it. I just like, if a movie's not like, what's it, 20 years old, it came out in the 90s? Yeah. Like, I just think it's too soon. What about you, Cody? Well, I think this movie's an abomination. <laughs> um, Jumanji is a timeless classic that does not need to be remade ever in the world. One of Robin Williams' finest performances. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not going to watch this movie. I promise you. <laughs> well, most likely it'll just go the way of the Point Break remake, a.k.a. nobody's <laughs> going to give a crap. And it'll be in theaters for talking. a week. Yeah, and they're going to keep talking about the old one. So. Yeah, that's true. But, hey, it could be good. We'll see. Cool. All, All right. right. <laughs> and then I have the one more thing before anything else. Um, Neighbors 2. We got a trailer. Did you guys watch it? Nope. Nope. 
Just you, you take a second and tell us how excited you are for Neighbors Two, Josh. I'm really, I'm actually, I'm not kidding. I'm legitimately like really excited. I think it looks hilarious. Um, I did you guys see the first one? Nope. Nope. <sighs> You're killing me. Um, first, <laughs> the first one I thought was great. Um, I thought it was really funny. Uh, it's got Seth Rogen, um, Rose Byrne, so uh, Zach Efron in the best role he's ever done, and he was hilarious in it. Um, that was really funny. Um. And then this one, I mean, I'm not really one for comedy sequels, but for some reason I was really excited just because they got the whole crew back, and I loved what they did with the first one, and then they showed me this trailer, I'm like, I'm in, it looks funny, it doesn't look like Hangover 2, it looks like 22 Drum Street, um, so I'm in, I love the cast, I love the people behind it, it made me laugh a lot, Chloe Moretz is joining the crew, um, so is Selena Gomez, and I'm mm-hmm. never going to complain about that. Um, but the question is, are they going to be able to keep, um, what's her face, Chloe Grace Moretz when the fifth wave blows up and becomes this huge, the huge blockbuster we all expect it to be? <laughs> are they going to be able to keep her for a sequel? Like Probably not. Oh, man. She's going to take the world by storm. New Hunger Games confirmed. Yeah. Star Wars. Star what? I don't know. What is that even? What's a Star Wars? Is anyone actually going to go see that, aside from like people who read the book? People There's who a like book? The- it's based on. It's based on what? Yeah, it's based on a. It's a. It's a young adult. They're all based on young adult novels. Don't you know this by now? It's about a teen girl who has the weight of the world on her shoulders, facing <laughs> an dystopian future with Wait. a dictator or something, let's, and there's let's aliens. Play, let's play America's favorite game. Guess what her character's boring ass name is. What do you guys think? Um, like, probably something too on the nose, like uh. Probably like, Your normal first name, her name will be Claire um, Savior. Or... Josh, what about you? <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I don't know, I'm bad at this. <laughs> it's America's yeah. favorite game show. Play along. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm looking around. I'm looking around. Is it like... Lamp Rug. Is her name Lamp Rug? Lamp Rug. <laughs> No, Cassie Sullivan. So, Cody, you got the initials pretty solid, but yeah, that's the... That was my next guess. Because when you say Cassie Sullivan, everybody knows. That's the that's the main character from yeah. from The Fifth Wave. <laughs> this movie's already awful, apparently. It has 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wonderful. God. It'll, it'll have its nice little run of, you know, fans for the first weekend, and then it'll go away forever, so... The horror on the fans' faces when they realize there's not going to be any more of these. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh, God, <laughs> it's bad. No. No, my, my mom even said that that looked like crap. So you can tell that it's, it's not going places. So, Oh, dear. January. You got to love what it. What a time to be alive. Honestly. Are we? Are, I don't know. I guess we'll talk about that after. I just want to know what we're doing next week. So I, don't, I don't even know what's coming out. Well, I was going to do a seance on the air but oh, cool <laughs> who are we gonna yeah. try to reach uh well David oh, we gotta Bowie do bowie and rickman so yeah bowie rickman <laughs> get them on the show hey guys no. did you know that bowie you know how he got his eye the way it is he oh. face with a baseball or something no his baseball. his this when he was in i think it was in grade school or something like that this this kid punched him in the face and like scratched his cornea and he had to do like four or five different surgeries to keep his sight and the guy that punched him later went on to be like his best friend and design almost all of his album covers. So that's pretty awesome. Why, if David Bowie can forgive like that, why can't we? <laughs> why can't we? 
The world we're not, is taking we're not uh, David Bowie. <laughs> True. That's that much we know. But uh, All right, guys, anything you want to talk about before we move on to the prime uh, programming for the evening? Do you want to talk about Deadpool? Oh, yeah, I did. Um, Josh, I think we're both in agreement on this. <laughs> what? What the hell? Stop... Stop it. Just stop with the petitions. Stop with the pledge drive. Stop oh. with the it's quote-unquote celebrity endorsements. <sighs> I want my kid to see Deadpool in the theater. I don't care. It's an R-rated movie for a reason, <laughs> Sandra. All right? You do that voice all the time. Can we have a guest, quote-unquote a guest, that's just that voice? Please. For Please. Deadpool. Please. I just wanted my son to see it, but I couldn't. My, my son's got to see the movie, man. No, that, mo- that was more Sandler. Now I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I got to go back and listen and practice. But <laughs> this thing, I don't understand. I was trying to explain this to to, to people. And they're like, hey, what's going on with that movie Deadpool? It looks cool. And I was like, what do you mean? It's like, oh, it's in the news about like a petition. I was like, oh, yeah. <sighs> Let's just... Did you guys? I, I don't know if I'm the only one here. I'm pretty sure I'm not. Did you guys sneak over, like, go to your friend's house and watch a movie you weren't supposed to? Of course I did. Exactly. Everybody did that. I, I went to my friend's house and we watched Alien vs. Predator, which is where I, yeah. even though that's, I think that's PG 13, but mm-hmm. where I got the appreciation for that masterclass of filmmaking. So stop with the, stop trying to make people concede to just your specific case, man. Like, it just, like, it makes no sense. They, they spent, I think, like six years trying to develop this movie and get the R rating that they wanted originally. They're not <laughs> going to go back to PG-13 because some stupid eight-year-old wants his way. See a movie. Yeah. And, okay, throw the kid in the minivan and take it. Take him to see it anyways if he wants to see the freaking thing so bad. Exactly. Or shut it's up. It's not like it's so, rated NC-17 or anything. Yeah, it's just rated like, R. That's like, life. Rated R is life. His parents like don't want him to see it unless like I don't I don't even know. I don't I've I kind of like tried to check out of this as much as I could. <laughs> like, what is he gonna take away from a PG thirteen movie of that version of Deadpool that he's that's not also gonna be conveyed or no what's gonna, be, what's gonna get into the PG thirteen version that isn't the in movie's the gonna arm. be fifteen minutes long. Yeah, what's the morality that he's gonna get out of this movie for being PG thirteen? Honestly, like en- just enough, just. People need to stop. Just, just let the movie come out. And I, when it I'm comes not... out on DVD, sneak it home, watch it in your room, and like everybody else did, or go to your friend's house. That's America. That's the way of life. We break the rules as soon as we possibly can without it being legal. America. <laughs> the one other thing is, I'm, I don't want to name names or anything, but there's somewhat the person, I think she's the one who started the petition. A certain person said, Deadpool is marketed towards kids, so kids should be able to see it. No, what? that's actually true I, because who, he did draw that incredibly childish uh, picture in one of the trailers. So yeah, so it's made for kids. Like, I just want to say, how stupid do you have to be to like think, oh, it looks funny, so it's for kids. Are yeah. you re- are you serious? Like, it like, just it just bothers me so I, much that. You know, my son should be able to go see The Wolf <laughs> of Wall Street in a PG thirteen version. Okay. That movie would be six minutes long. <laughs> you wouldn't even... Honestly, what could you shoot? What... I want to see a fan edit of Wolf of Wall Street PG-13 version. So you'd, that needs to you'd, show, you'd show the opening logos, you'd show every word that isn't a cuss word, and then it'd be the credits. And then that would be, a, that'd you know, be then it. Then you got to cut out the drug scenes, all the sex scenes. Yeah. That movie's yeah. nothing. 
Oh it's my not, God. Yeah, there would have no plot. You, you, see a Leo, you see a Leo for a few shots, Margot Robbie in every shot that she has clothes on, and that's it. And then Leo would look rough at the end, and then something... I, I didn't watch that movie all the way through. It was too long. <laughs> uh, petitions. I want to. Uh, let's start a petition to get rid of petitions, unless it's for something that's, cool, yeah. like a Death know. Star. Like or yeah, or getting Pluto back to planet status. That'd be cool. I'd right. sign that. Go Pluto. But anyways, that's my bone to pick for this week. I just wanted to point yeah. that out because that's so stupid. Well, it's not getting right. The people that the I think it was a writer who tweeted out is like. Nothing's changing. No, no one. No movie's getting PG thirteen. We don't care. That's basically what he said. <laughs> thank you. I would, I would just like thank you. <laughs> just like it's not happening. So I was like, whatever. Just little eight year old. You can either wait to see it on DVD and Blu ray like the rest of us, or you can have your buddy or your, uh, an adult sneak you in. Exactly. But it's not happening. So get over it. These are the United States, and that's what we do. Keep little kids out of. Yeah. Movies with boobs. And China, you don't get it either. Screw you guys. You gotta wait. <laughs> I love that China is still pretending to be communist. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, so any anything else we guys want to talk about? No, I'm good. Yeah, I think I. Oh Jesus. <laughs> I gotta calm down. I need some Kit Kats. Hold on. All right, let's then. Let's move forward and let's talk about our top ten favorite movies of 2015. Do it. Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred minutes. Five hundred twenty-five thousand moments, oh dear. Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred minutes. How do you measure, measure a year? In daylights, in sunsets, in midnights, in cups of coffee. So I know we we talked about a little earlier about possibly doing a worst of, and I, I Josh, I incorrectly um, vetoed that because when I put together my list of every movie I've seen all year, there's some stink bombs down there that I really think uh, deserve to be uh, to be ridiculed just a little bit. So uh, are you guys prepared before we dig into this to talk about three or four of our least favorite movies of the year? Um, uh, sure, actually, no, I posted, I'm not. I posted, I posted <laughs> So that. Cody, why don't you join me in bashing Fantastic Four then? Okay, I didn't see it, but it sucked. <laughs> exactly. Um, Josh, do you mind if I start? Because I've got a few. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh, so, I've so of the three that I chose, I just settled on. First up is Southpaw. Uh, you make a movie for there to be a intrigue and b to tell a story. And the problem with boxing films, and I even put Creed in this, but I, I, actually, I like Creed a lot more because it was, um, they did a lot better with the characters. Southpaw was the exact opposite. That was one of the most boring movies I think I've seen in the last five years. It hit every single plot point, punch for punch, and it was just, it was boring. It was absolutely boring. There was nothing new, and I hated it. So, quick explanation. Uh, I also would like to talk about Insurgent. Did you either guys see this? I did. No. I actually kind of liked it, but if if you're into two hours of pointless, oh my gosh, you're going into a place you shouldn't be, but here comes people to save you for two hours, then by <laughs> all means, and you can feel free to enjoy that. But for me, I also found that one tedious and boring, and I really liked the first Divergent movie. I read the book for some really? reason. Don't ask me why. I thought it was all right. It was a it was an entertaining movie, but Insurgent was just 
it was almost as bad as Shailene Woodley's haircut, and that's saying something. I will but... agree there. <laughs> not a fan of the not a fan of the pixie cut, but whatever. That's not that doesn't matter. But yeah, one of the most uninspired, just train wrecks the entire year. And when Miles Teller is one of the best parts of your movie, I think you got something really morally wrong. <laughs> and I completely mean he was great in that movie. He was having fun. He hated it, and I saw it in his face. I love it. Did you see the interview we had about the Divergent movies? Oh, yeah. He's like, I, f- I feel dead inside. Yeah. It's like, oh, really? That's, that's your best performance is, you know, Mr. Fantastic. And speaking of Miles Teller, wow, I just realized he's, he's in the two worst movies I've seen all year. Congrats, Miles. Fantastic Four. In the way that Star Wars, I think, lived up to the hype of how good it is, Fantastic Four probably exceeded the hype as to how horrible it is. <laughs> if Josh Trank is so certain that there's a, a great version of Fantastic Four that I guess got lost on the cutting room floor or whatever, if if anything in this movie exists in that cut, I'm just going to call BS because this is a horrible movie and is there's nothing redeemable about it. And the thing that offends me and annoys me the most are A... Toby Kebbell's lack of chapstick. I guess he doesn't know what that is. Because <laughs> it, like it looks like the craters of Mars on his lips or something. And B is Michael B. Jordan, char- his character's dad. He's like trying to be Morgan Freeman, but it's just not working. <laughs> He's like, I have a cool voice. It's like, no, you sound like you are gargling on stones. Uh, so I just think about that so please now. die yeah. sooner. Please die sooner. Damn. What a horrible movie. What a horrible, horrible movie. Ugh. Cody, any thoughts? I didn't see it. <laughs> I didn't see any of the movies you don't that need you need to. It's garbage. You just say anything bad, and it will apply to this um, movie. All right, so the acting was bad. Absolutely. Um, the story was see. bad. What story? Um, yeah, exactly. Totally what I was talking about. Um, <laughs> the the um, casting was bad? Oh, absolutely. Michael B. Uh, Jordan, that's a waste of his time. He should be in... He could have been making more Creed movies while he's doing this. He could be making Creed 6 where he's fighting, I don't know, an alien or something. Oh, he's got to fight Bin Laden. Yeah, fight fight Bin Laden's ghost. That's Creed 6. <laughs> Boom. Screenplay. There you are. But, uh, right, I'm, I'm glad I missed it, to tell you the truth. Also, can Josh, you saw this, right? Yeah. Can you explain to me what the hell kind of powers Doctor Doom has? Or does he just blow up dudes' heads? Honestly, I'm not huge into any of the Fantastic Four stuff in the comics, so I don't really no, know. No, no, no. I'm not talking about what like, talking about in the movie. Yeah, I know. In what the movie. Do? I, don't, I don't know what he's... Uh, that's why I'm like, I don't really know what he's supposed to do in the movie either. Did he die? I can't even remember. Yes. What happened in that movie? Yes, he did die. Oh, God. What a garbage heap. Anyways, so the, yeah, that's those are the three worst movies I saw all year. So, yeah. Great. That felt good. That felt really good. <laughs> Got it out. Josh, what about you? Some of the worst um, things you've seen. Um, I'll just run off my a little the list I made. A um, couple dishonorable mentions, if you will. Uh, Terminator Jenny Smith. Polter, poltergeist Polter, i can never pronounce it and then taken three um they were all not great but i didn't hate watching them i forgot taken three even existed yeah i know that's why <laughs> i saw that i only saw oh, it came it out in first. 2014 you bum came out in january you sure yep oh yeah it, it did for award season no no yeah that was the berlin premiere it was december of 2014 yeah, yeah. um but yeah that, Make, was, I, that I, made three hundred and twenty-six million dollars on yeah, a fifty-five million dollar budget. I think they're already gonna make up Taken Four. They said something about it that annoys me. Get Nicholas uh-huh. Cage in their stat, honestly. <laughs> he's Except he's doing stolen. They took the Declaration of Independence back from him. Um, it was in his car. I, I, I got a little. 
All right, so I got a little top five. I'll go quickly. Um, Aloha is my number five. You guys see this? No. It was a piece of crap. Um, it's it's really bad, and it sucks that it's really bad because you got an awesome cast. Look, you got a cast with Bradley Cooper, Rachel McAdams, Emma Stone, Alec Baldwin, John Krasinski, Danny McBride, and Bill Murray. That's your cast, and this movie sucks. You know something's going wrong when Emma Stone is the worst part of the movie. Oh, I remember seeing the trailer for that, and I knew I knew as soon as I saw it that that was going to be a crap movie. Oh, I did too. Nobody else saw it. It was weird. I, I thought it looked really bad, but I was like, eh, I don't know. It's it's uh, Cameron Crowe who did uh, Almost Famous, which is one of my favorite movies. Um, just, it so. just goes to show a bad trailer is almost always an indication of a bad movie. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's just it's awkward. It's dumb. Um, it's trying to be funny, but it's not. It's trying to be heartfelt, but it's weird, and it's you don't really care. The characters are stupid. The only thing I liked in it were the chemistry between Bradley Cooper and Rachel McAdams. Um, Emma Stone is one of the most annoying characters I've seen in a while. Um, <laughs> she's also playing a Hawaiian girl when she's the whitest person on the planet. Um, and that's just weird. Go. It's just, yeah. It's just. <laughs> Job, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's just not. A, don't watch it. Aloha sucks. Um, Cameron Crowe is probably done for a while. Um, number four, Chappie. Oh AKA Crappy. Oh, slow down. Um, it's, uh... Hey, man. Hey, man. Chill, man. <laughs> crappy? Come on. That's offensive Wait. to somebody. Oh, <laughs> Did you, you guys see, uh, Chappie? Yeah. I watched 20 minutes of it while I was working at the theater, and I wanted to s- smash my head into the fire escape. Well, here's my turn to be ganged up on. I like this movie. What? Oh, really? You right. did? I enjoyed it. I thought Charlotte Copley oh. was really great in it. Well, he, I hated Charl- the Die Antwood people. Yeah. There was so much potential for this movie. I didn't hate it. I was disappointed by it. Yeah. Um, I, I, just, I think Hugh Jackman was terrible in it. Maybe he wasn't terrible, but his character was so stupid. He was like, he's probably the worst villain of the year for me, um, aside from Doom. Um, uh, Sigourney Weaver's wasted. Uh, Neil Blomkamp just continues to flush his career down the toilet. Yeah, how did, how did Alien 5 go, dude? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm losing so much interest in anything this guy does now. Like, there was a point where I was like, he should do the next Star Wars, and now I don't want him anywhere near anything ever. Um, so I thought the, the characters were terrible. I thought... That the, the, yeah, the Diane Ward people, they aren't great actors and their characters are, I wanted to kill all of them. I wanted them all to die at some point. <laughs> um, and Chappie, they turned what could have been a really great character into just a jerk who you're supposed to be empathizing with, but also while he's doing these terrible things. It's just, it's such a, it's just like a really annoying movie because <laughs> there's some great, I mean, the visuals are awesome. The music is awesome, but I just, it really got under my skin. Um, all right, so next up, uh, Pixels is my number oh, three. God. Why'd you see that? Uh, because it was free. Um, oh, okay. I Even wanted... then, that's, that's, you're spending time there. I, I, thought that. The, I thought the trailers were amazing, um, and it was Chris Columbus, and I thought it was going to be Adam Sandler's uh, big comeback, and it turns out it's actually his worst movie almost ever. Um, I hated it, even though I only saw the first 40 minutes, or first, like, 50 minutes or whatever. You left? Because I left. Nice. Uh, about halfway through. Um, <laughs> it's the first movie I've ever done that for. And Peter Dinklage is the worst thing in the movie, if that's any indication. Wow. Um, he's And it's just another Happy Madison movie with some cool special effects. That's all it is. So 
Adam Sandler, I want more rain over me. I want more punch drunk love. I want less pixels. So, but I don't think that's going to happen. Number yeah, two, not, not with that Netflix deal he signed. You're going to see a lot well, more crap coming from him. Did any of you guys uh, see Ridiculous 6? No. <laughs> All I know is, uh, was it that the kid from Twilight was in it? And yeah, Taylor Launder. Oh, God. <laughs> One of my friends was watching it. He's like, want to watch this with me? I'm just like, yeah, I'd rather not, you know, want to die. So, no. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, number two is Fantastic Four. I'm not gonna harp on this too much because I'm I'm just I'm done with this. I just want it to never be brought up ever again. Um, but it's just like I think there are things in it. I think there was a great movie at some point. It no. got lost out at some point. I do think that because there's two there's two scenes in particular that I thought were awesome, but everything else is a lot of crap. Some the some of, I think the first pretty much everything before one year later I think is re, re, not great, but there you can see potential in certain elements of it. Um, there's two scenes. There's the scene. I don't really care if you haven't seen it. I'm spoiling it for you. Um, cause no one's going to watch this piece of crap. Um, there's the scene where they get their powers and they're on the table. I thought that was really well done because it felt like a sci-fi horror thing, which is what Josh Trank said he was going for. And then there's the scene where doom is walking through the hall, like killing people in their brain or whatever. Um, but that looked cool. I thought that was really like intense kind of everything else was garbage. Um, I thought, I think sometimes the performances were good. Sometimes they were so bad. I wanted to, I wanted them all to leave. Um, it just looked like, cause half the time it looked like they did not give a crap. That was really fun. Half the time? A lot more than half the time. But like, like cause there was a couple times when I did actually feel for them a little bit. Um, not, not Jimmy Bill is the thing at all, except for the one scene I mentioned where they're getting their powers. Um, because he got literally nothing to do. He had like, he barely even had any lines um michael b jordan was boring as the as human torch um he had like no personality at all miles teller again boring he had like no personality uh, they just like stripped all the personality away from any of these characters and it's just like i don't i think it's it's definitely partially josh Trank's fault you can definitely see that there's a director actor uh, conflict <laughs> But I think the original version before it was messed with would have still been better. I don't know if it would have been good. Honestly, uh, I could. But, but I, I, would, I, I would never. I don't. I never want to direct anything, at least film related. <laughs> but I could honestly do a better job at that movie. <laughs> the thing is, because like if if you look at the third act, the entire third act of this movie is it's one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Um, oh yeah. It's and then the end. I mean, the third act is not even his. They completely reshot it without him. Um. Because there's like scenes of other things. And I mean, the, even on the poster, it's like they're in a city, in a destroyed city. It's like so there's a, probably an entire plot line that was cut out of the movie. Um, that was what he filmed. I'm sure that probably would have been better mm. than the crap that we got. Maybe not, but I'm more interested in what that was than what this was. Um, where they go into some stupid negative zone and that looks like Poop Planet. And they fight Doom for four seconds because of the power of friendship. And then... Uh, we should the, call the ourselves power of friendship. Yeah, and then we call ourselves Fantastic Four. Uh, it's funny because that's the name of the movie, huh? And then it's over, and then everything's terrible. This movie sucks. I don't ever want to watch it again. I don't normally say this. I really hope Marvel gets the rights back because I think they're the only ones at this point could probably do a good job of it. If not Marvel, literally anybody else, someone else, some other studio, buy this property because Fox doesn't know how to handle it. Um, okay, so that's Fantastic Four. Remember at the beginning of that when you said you didn't want to harp on that movie too much? Yeah, and then <laughs> just I... Just gotta let him go. And all, this, <laughs> all these memories came back floating to me, and I just almost... I almost went more, but I didn't. Um, 
Uh, and then number one, uh, I've said it before. My favorite horror, my favorite genre is horror, uh, which sucks because the movie I hated the most this year was a horror movie. What? Um, the Gallows. What? I like that movie. I, I despised this movie. That was a fun movie, man. No, well, I hated. Oh, that was so fun. I almost left three times. It was. You know, you know, remember what I said about found footage being used good and being used mm-hmm. not so good? This is one of the examples where it's not used well and where it's stupid. Uh, I think. And also, <laughs> the, if just look at the characters in this movie. Oh, my God. I have never wanted people to die in a horror movie so much that I did in this movie. The main character, the douchebag that we meet for the first 30 minutes of the Oh, you talking about Reese, bro? Reese I guess. freaking sweet. Oh, my God. I wanted I, – I never wanted to go into a movie and – tear someone's friggin' head off more than I have this kid. He, I hated him so much, and we're supposed to be, like, empathizing with him and rooting for it through this, his eyes or something. And then and then we, you have the other main kid. You have the other main lead who's supposed to be made out to be the empath, like, the one who's the good guy, but he's just a selfish douche who just wants to get in his <laughs> pants. And then you have, you have the girlfriend of Reese, the douche, who I can't Fiber? stand. Fiverr? No, not him. The other one. Oh. The blonde chick. No she's idea. she sucks too and then <laughs> pfeiffer is okay she's the only one who's like doesn't make me want to you know kill myself so it's are you saying tolerable. reese michler should not be han solo oh my god i'm just so saying that, he's got the look no he doesn't he doesn't age. have anything he has nothing about anything keep him away from everything ever i hope he doesn't ever have a job i hope so he's poor I hate this movie. You got like six it. movies, man. No, I hate him. I hate him. I hated him. I hated him so much in this movie. I hated this movie so much. It wasn't scary. It's full of nothing but jump scares. I felt no tension at all. The story was a junk, giant, giant bunch of wasted potential because there's a cool premise with the with the haunted school and the you know the uh, the play that they had set up that they were bringing back to life, and then they dropped the ball, and then they have that stupid, stupid twist that you can see coming a mile away at the very end of the movie. And that it just it I hated it so much. It makes me not excited for more horror movies, and that kills me inside. Mm. The Gallows sucks. If you like horror, this movie is terrible. Don't watch it. It's an abomination. Well, with that said, let's <laughs> talk about some good movies, shall we, Cody? Please. I want to start with you. Let's get some honorable mentions first. I have. I think I have three. Okay. It's I have a movie called Ninety Nine Homes. The Gift, I have four. Kingsman and Hateful Eight are my honorable mentions. Oh, wow. Good list. They're all... All of these movies are 10 out of 10s, I think. Or at least close from when we reviewed them. Mm. Josh, what about you? Some honorable mentions? Yeah. Um, all right. I have, I'll try to narrow it down a little bit. All right, so I got some honorable mentions. Um, Avengers Age of Ultron, The Big Short, Me and Earl the Dying Girl, It Follows, Paper Towns, Steve Jobs, The Final Girls. Oh, Steve Jobs. Yeah, almost. Uh, oh. Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, The Oof. Revenant. Okay. Oh, boy. And, and Trainwreck. Not bad. Those are my honorable mentions. Steve Jobs, that one. That hit me. Wow. That came, that came so close to being my number 10. Hmm. Uh, as for me, I've got... Oh, man. Black Mass, which we didn't talk about, but I really, really liked. Johnny yeah. Depp was awesome. Oh, this one hurt. I just kind of slid it down just a little while ago. Uh, the Hateful Eight didn't make it. And then Carol. Uh, I'm almost contemplating swapping that one around. But now I'm going to keep it there. 
Carol is number. <laughs> I thought you didn't like Carol. No, I really dug Carol. Would you hear that? There's Joy. Oh, no, you, you, you didn't, didn't like. No, you didn't like uh, the other one. I keep mixing them up. The yeah, other Joy. Uh, Danish girl. Oh yeah, Danish girl. I don't know why I keep mixing those up. Well, because you are sexist <laughs> and misogynist, probably. <laughs> but cool. All right. Uh, so let's see. We're gonna do. Uh, let's see. Do you want to go by threes? How do you guys want to do this? It's up to you. Um, I figured we could six, five through two, and one. That's what I was thinking. All right, let's do that then. Cody, you get us started. Number ten. Oh boy! All right, my number ten is Spotlight. Ooh. We talked about that movie. I enjoyed it. I thought it was just a tad too slow for my tastes, but fair, fair. That's why it's so far down the list. Nothing about the acting or the story. It's just the pacing was a bit off. Mm-hmm. All right. My number nine is Sicario. You can hear about, you can hear all about my uh, my thoughts on Sicario on our episode. I liked it. Um, eight is Steve Jobs. Mm, nice. Love that movie too. Seven is Mad Max because it's fun. <laughs> Six is The Revenant. Oh wow! So not really, not too many summer movies in there. You auteur, you, you film snob. Don't care for the summer movies. <laughs> uh, Mad Max, I guess, is the closest one. But yeah, interesting, interesting ten through six. So what? I guess what uh, what kept the Revenant out from the from your top five? Just there are just other movies I liked more. Yeah. But I read, you gave the... that you were like I think you gave that like a nine and a half, didn't you? Something like that. Yeah, I really liked it. Okay. But it's fair to say that the rest of the movies on my list are actual 10 out of 10s. Mm, nice. <sighs> Can't wait to see what's up there. He's, I thought Steve Jobs would be your, one of your top two or three. So. Oh, no, I really did love that, though. The writing was great. Yeah. yeah. All right, Josh, 10 through 6. Let's hear it. All right, my number 10, uh, The Visit from M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong. Really? Yes. Wow. Over I, Steve Jobs. I kind of hate I you. loved it. I lo- You didn't see it. Um. Uh, but I read a rev- I watched a review online, so I've pretty much seen it. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, this is uh, pretty much the big comeback I've been waiting for from Shyamalan because pretty much every movie since Signs that I've seen has been horrible because um, I love uh, the first uh, – whatever the first one he did was. I can't remember. Sixth Sense. And then Signs was really good. But then everything else was crap. This is a movie I've been waiting for because I did not, I didn't even want to see this movie. I was like, oh, it's just going to be another piece of crap from Shyamalan. And then I saw it against my better judgment. But, and I was just like, holy crap, he did it. He finally made an awesome movie again. And this isn't like an amazing movie by like, I mean, I could probably say there are other movies on my honorable mentions like Steve Jobs that are maybe better made films than this. But for me personally, it's just like, I just want. I really. It's a great and like Shyamalan movie. It's a great horror movie, um, even though it's kind of more like a horror comedy. Um, it's a lot of fun. The acting is amazing in it. Um, it's a really cool story. Um, just a lot of fun, and I loved it. So that's my number ten. Huh. Did not uh-huh. expect that coming. Yeah, I only heard bad things about that movie. Yeah, really? likewise. I heard that was it the kid. Wasn't he awful? Like the kid was really annoying. He was the best part of the movie. Oh wow. Yeah. Didn't he rap it during the credits or something? Yeah, he was awesome. Hey, remember when Shyamalan was almost was um, maybe going to direct the first Harry Potter movie? <laughs> Could you imagine? I don't remember that. 
Oh, that'd be so bad. He was on a short list, a Warner Brothers short list. Completely, he totally should be, should have been there based on his credits at that point, but yeah. oh god. Are you excited for uh, Shyamalan's next movie? As long as it's a, I don't even know what it is, as long as it's a um, low budget, more like not thing big thing like After Earth or anything like that. I've got I'm, some. For it. I've got some good news. It's well, first of all, it's called Split. It's a thriller. I'm okay. I'm starting to remember about it. Yeah, it has someone I like starring in it. Yeah, James McAvoy is the yes. lead with yep. a bunch of people who, uh, no, no idea who these people are. Bad news is that it's being released in January of 2017. So, well, his his renaissance may be short lived, my friend. We'll see. We just <laughs> had a good. We just had a good movie come out in January. We saw it last week. Remember? Well, that's. T- "Quote unquote you know, January." December. Yeah, that's that's a December. I count those Still, as December movies. But. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay. Number but, nine. Uh, number nine. Kingsman: The Secret Service. Not bad. Uh, loved, loved Kingsman. I think it's probably my favorite movie from Matthew Vaughn. Maybe I don't know. Maybe just under Kickass. Um, but I, I love him as a director. He's becoming one of my favorites. I love his style. I think he handles the comic book genre better than anyone else. Um, I, he makes really fun movies that are really kind of really stylized over the top, uh, hard R, um, but they still have like a lot of heart to them. Um, I think you have Samuel L. Jackson in a role that in concept sounds like the dumbest thing ever, but it actually works really well. Um, <laughs> and then, um, uh, uh, Colin Firth is an action star apparently cause he was awesome in this. Uh, Taron Egerton, I, he, I want to see what else he can do because he was awesome in this. Um, but yeah, overall, it's a really fun spy movie. It's my favorite spy movie of all the 2015. Oh, I'm, boy. Yeah. I hate you so much. <laughs> but, notice, how, notice how another spy movie isn't on this list. I hate you so much. I really do. <laughs> I'll kill you. What were you going to say? Nothing, just I hate you. But anyways, <laughs> um, no, did you did you remember early on, like really early on, uh, DiCaprio was being rumored for the villain role? Was Samuel it? Jackson role, yeah. That would be cool. That would that'd be interesting. So cool. Um, yeah, that would be cool. All right. Um, number eight, uh, Straight Outta Compton. Mm. Either guys see this yet? Not mm. yet. No. You got to see this. It's so, so good. Uh, probably one of the best biopics I've seen in a really long time. Maybe ever. Um, I think the cast is great. The guy who, uh, I think uh, it was Ice Cube's son. Uh, I don't remember his name. Uh, they got him to, he got him to play himself, and I thought he did a great job. Um, everyone else, great. Uh, Jason Mitchell gives one of the best performances I've seen of the year. Um, I thought the whole, just the story was great. It's a lot of fun. Um, really tells the story well. Um, it doesn't hold back. Um, so I just, I, I mean, I'm not huge into hip hop or anything. I do like NWA. Um, I wasn't too familiar with their story though. So it was interesting to see. Um, but yeah, I think it's a really great movie. Everyone's got to check it out. Um, okay. Number seven. Sicario. Mm, nice. So good. Denis Villeneuve. That's how his name is pronounced, right? Good job. I yeah. did it. Yay, I did it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I loved Sicario. Um, at one point, it was like a lot higher, but then I was redoing some stuff. But um, I loved it. It was such a really incredible movie. I haven't felt this intense in a really long time. The score is brilliant. Um, uh, it's really well acted. Um just overall, really great thriller, um, and it just just really well done. Um, and number six is Ex Machina. I like I that. Yeah, I I don't know 
this usually this at one point was a lot higher again but things happened um i love this movie this is just such a i mean i mean think i think it's almost perfect um just about i mean it's the directorial debut of alex garland who i want to see do more stuff um alicia vikander baby girl thank mm. you thank you for existing um <laughs> as i stare at the poster that's sitting next to me um, oh of ex machina yeah i have a poster on my wall oh nice um, uh donald leeson oscar isaac thank you also for existing i'll tell you and, if and garland i don't know about you guys but if garland doesn't get tapped for a star wars gig i'll be oh they've got they've got to be looking at him right now for something like i would him doing an obi-wan story of some kind oh, would be awesome oh, oh my, my god you're getting me excited oh my god that'd be amazing um but yeah ex machina great sci-fi really interesting movie um really good cool take on ai Loved it. It was awesome. That's my number six. Nice, nice, really, really cool list. Um, so for me, uh, I actually my my one through nine. I don't know about you guys, but this was one through nine. I've I'm really happy with, and they're in a a good spot. But I just could not, I could not nail down number ten. And I'm the the current number ten that I have. I'm still conflicted about, but because I liked I like Carol and Hatefully a lot more, but. It's on the record now, so there's no going back. <laughs> My number 10 is The Man from Uncle. Ooh. I watched this again recently, and I just I loved it even I loved it just as much. I think this is a, this is really a a great 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 movie. Uh, the only re- really weakness I think that's in it is Army Hammer. He's not great. He's he's pretty good, but he's not, not great. Bad. Yeah. Not, not bad by any means, but they could certainly have done better. But other than that, I just think this is this is a fantastic spy movie, really. And those, those of course, I'm biased towards those. I love me a good spy flick. Except for Kingsman. Well, you know, you can't, can't win them all. Um, but <laughs> I, I just the ending especially I just thought was fantastic. It had this, like, Ocean's Eleven kind of end to it. And I would say it's tonally it probably it reminds me of, Ocean's Eleven, Ocean's Thirteen, stuff like that, uh, quite a bit. But I just did. I don't know about you guys, but I just I love this movie. Did you guys? I know I know you saw Cody, but did you see it, Josh? I did not. I really wanted to try catch it before I made my list, but I didn't get a chance. It's, it's so much fun. It's that's movies like that are why I go to the movies. So, uh, just not that you have to turn your brain off, which I don't, I don't really like that phrase, but it's just just it's, fun. It's an easy watch, and Alicia Vikander dances to uh, uh, what's that song? Uh, cry to me. Gosh, so. She's so perfect in that movie. She's in, like pajamas and stuff, and then she just passes out drunk. It's great. <laughs> so it's every dream. time, every time we bring up Alicia Vikander, Cody's reaction is great. Baby girl, <laughs> she's awesome. I, I love her so much. Yeah, she's she's great. I hope I hope she and Michael Fassbender, if they so choose, make beautiful babies. The best children ever. Honestly, that's that's where we're gonna hit our stride as a species but um <laughs> the next step in evolution pretty much like 2001 add another scene to that <laughs> Vikander have a baby <laughs> the monolith just shows up in the delivery room <laughs> all right <laughs> cool uh so my number nine is a movie we haven't talked about yet and i've got a feeling we're going to pretty soon so i'll try to keep it brief it is the martian We've talked about it we did a podcast on no, it. no no no. i mean with this list episode with the list oh, right, right, right. oh, oh yeah list. But uh, this is Ridley Scott's best movie since Prometheus, even though I still like Prometheus a little bit more, just because I love that movie, despite what all the hashtag haters say. But uh, I don't know about you guys. A Mar- the Martian is a lot like um, 
it's you know it's a lot like the man from uncle it's just that's that's it's just that's why you go to the movies for for stuff like that it's it's funny i would still label it a comedy i don't know what the whole ho-hum about that is but i still it made me laugh more than a lot of other movies i think eh, probably i laughed the most out of that movie than i did the entire year to be honest with you but um i just think it's it's a great movie and it was everything I wanted to be. Matt Damon is back on top, and uh, it's good to have him there because he is the best. He's actually a cool dude. You heard it here first. Matt Damon, cool person. Um, Doesn't suck. I just hope he works with Scorsese again. But that's an issue for another day. And uh, so that's my number nine. My number eight is the fifth installment in the Mission Impossible franchise. It is Rogue Nation. Pretty much, uh, pretty much the same. Thing, uh, from Man from Uncle. This is that's that's one of those movies. It's why I go to the theater. It's it's just super enjoyable and I love it. Uh, Tom Cruise is still the king. I know he had that. Remember, guys, a couple years ago he had that little lull in his career. Be like, oh, is Tom Cruise losing it? It's like, no, nope, he's um, Tom Cruise never loses anything. Anytime. Exactly. He is better than ever and he is killing it. Uh, <laughs> I want him to do to do another like Magnolia kind of drama, but you know, he's we'll, great, Magnolia. Oh my god, yeah. he's so good, Matt. But. Tommy, if he's not throwing himself out of an airplane, then I don't think he's happy. But, <laughs> but I can't, I can't wait for the next one. Chris McQuarrie, is uh, he's awesome. So. I wonder, I wonder what the next big stunt he's gonna do for Mission Impossible Six is. Tom Cruise versus a shark, <laughs> real use... freaking shark. <laughs> he's gonna jump out of an airplane Something without like a parachute, probably, and do like I don't know, a giant. Like, no, don't, guys, don't worry, I can land on my feet. I'm fine. I'm Tom Cruise. He's hey. Fat. <laughs> I hope they open the next movie with him just like free, like skinny dipping in a volcano. <laughs> hey guys, what's going on? It's a little, little chillier, don't you think? It's like, no, Tom Cruise, you're just crazy. But Scientology be damned, he's awesome. Crazy new. Yeah. Uh, so my number seven, I kind of crapped on you guys for not having it so low, but it's kind of low on my list. But Steve Jobs. Uh, Steve Jobs is awesome. Steve Jobs is probably the best Sorkin script. I would agree with that. I think, eh, yeah, if I'm, I, it's a toss-up between Moneyball and The Social Network, but I, th- I still think just with the amount of ground that uh, Sorkin was able to cover with this thing, it was just, it's so, it's just incredible, and I love him so much. Oh God, he wrote Charlie Wilson's War. That was a crap peep. Anyways, um, <laughs> I can't wait to see what, uh, what he does next. I rumor has it's going to be his directorial debut, but. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, Steve Steve Jobs probably maybe tied with Spotlight, but I actually I think I would give it the edge. Had the best ensemble cast the entire year. Fassbender was great. Daniels was great. Michael Stuhlbarg is awesome. Um, he played the other Andy. And <laughs> Seth Rogen was great. Kate Winslet was great. Catherine Watterson was great. Uh, I mean, it's just uh, that movie should have made a lot more money than it is, and I hope it does well at the Oscars. So, because I loved it so much. And uh, we're on a six, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, and my number six, we've talked about it before, is Ex Machina. Nice. Like I said, Alex Garland, Star Wars. Jude, you're up, buddy. You can you can drop you can bump out Trevor if you want to for, for all I care because this was awesome. And I bought it on Blu-ray and I'm gonna watch it uh, a lot more times. So, so many more times. A lot. And just. <sighs> I think this of any movie really this entire year, just the aesthetic of it was just. Oh, so good. It's like everything looked 
great. And I love Oscar Isaac. He gave... That's another one of those performances that is so good it'll never get an Oscar nomination. Because in, in such a best actor thin year, I don't know why he didn't get a nom. Because he was awesome. But, yeah. Great movie. Great movie. So, Cody, moving on to you. All right. Number, Number five. five is The Martian. There you Watched go. Watched that again the other day. Love it. Love that movie to death. Oh, my dog is still in here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, just, I love that movie. It's so good. Matt Damon is the man. Mm. Um, my number four is Ex Machina. I'm going to go ahead and say that Ex Machina was the first movie in 2015 I actually loved. Likewise. It was just... It came out of nowhere, too. I had no expectations for that movie. And then it just showed up. I'm here, y'all. Is that it? that that was your first exposure to uh, Baby Girl Alicia, right? Yeah, it was, and Oscar Isaac and Donald Gleason. Oh wow! Three of my favorite actors. That's crazy. That movie's almost perfect. If if it wasn't for another certain movie that's going to be mentioned later, it'd probably be my favorite <laughs> sci-fi movie. Of the I year. wonder what that could be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, real quick, I'm, I just looked this up on Wikipedia to see how much money it made. Thirty-eight million, by the way. And apparently, using Tinder, they made a profile for Ava with the image of Alicia Vikander to market really? the movie. That's awesome. Oh, that's great. That's so clever. Oh, my gosh. I would have <laughs> matched. Yeah. Um, right. Keep going. Yeah. Number three is Room. I know how much you enjoyed that movie, Josh. Mm-hmm. I can't, I'm going to let you explain it because I know how much you want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, my number two is Creed. That movie hit me out of nowhere, no pun intended. Um, and never, I hadn't seen a real Rocky movie until that, and I just, I love that movie so much. I can't wait till that comes out on Blu-ray. Nice. First movie of the year to make me cry, and I'm just, I'm happy it exists. Mm. All right, I'm done. Cool, Josh. Five through two, hit it up. Okay. My number five is uh, Inside Out. Loved, love, love, love Inside Out. This was the big return to form I was waiting for from Pixar. Um, apparently, they kind of dropped the ball with that a few months later with The Good Dinosaur, but I didn't see it. Did that movie so. even come out, honestly? Are we even sure? <laughs> but where does that stack up with uh, Pixar for you, buddy? Uh, I haven't really thought about it. I'd probably say top three, top five. Okay. Um, I don't know where exactly. My number one is Finding Nemo. Solid. So Finding uh, Dory, man, coming up soon. Oh boy. <laughs> Ooh boy. Um, but yeah, Inside Out is just such a brilliant movie. Like legitimately, like a brilliant, like mm-hmm. like thought thinking, thoughtful film. Um, animation's great. The voice cast is killer. Um, it's probably one. I think it's one of the funniest Pixar movies to date. Um, I think it's and it got nominated for best screenplay, rightfully so, because the script is incredible. Mm. Um, and did you see um, the cut somebody made about Inside Out without the in, the thoughts of it? Someone made a cut of just Riley's scenes and just telling her story. Mm. Yeah, it's it's it works just as well. Fascinating. It's so it's so incredible that way too. But um, yeah, it's just it's so cool. You get to know all these really fun different characters. Um, and you worry that maybe they'll all kind of just fall into like that shtick of like what they're supposed to be. Like they're all going to be like kind of one note, but they're not the each emotion is kind of, um, has their own 
you know, different sides to them. Um, just, it's an awesome movie. I loved it. Pixar, I'll forgive Good Dinosaur, even though I haven't seen it yet. Maybe I'll like <laughs> it. Um, here's hoping, you know, let's keep this track record going with this quality of movie. Honestly, um, no matter how good how good the Good Dinosaur is, it'll just that's that's gonna get overshadowed by Inside Out. Like, yeah. that could be like a nine out of ten movie, and it's still gonna be like, eh, it was all right because Inside Out came out. So good. So good. Um, yeah. All right, number four, Mad Max Fury Road. Oof. Um, a little lower than I thought it'd be. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love Mad Max. It was I um I'm a fan of the franchise, but I'm not like a diehard fan. I like the first two a lot. Third one can suck a big one. Um, the this is hands down the best of the franchise. George Miller is in, does an incredible job. I mean, I can say he is incredible in it because he's the star of the movie, basically. Um, <laughs> and then Charlie's Theron is incredible. Tom Hardy's really good, even though he doesn't really say much or give much of a performance. He just grunts a lot. And that's just what's so great about but it. But it's pretty badass in it. Um, Nicholas Holt's awesome. Um, the uh, the wives, the girls that were in it, they were great. The action, it's my, it's probably, I think I'm, I think I'm, I'm at this point where I'll say it's my favorite action movie of all time. Um, mm. uh, aside from maybe just a few, uh, maybe, maybe just one. I don't even know. I've, I've still gone back and forth, but as of right, I think it might be my favorite action movie of all time. Um, I think it's one of the best visual, visually one of the best looking movies I've ever seen. Um, the directing is phenomenal. Um, it's just, it's just pretty much a two hour long chase scene <laughs> and that's all it needs to be. And it's perfectly done for what that is. And it's, I said it when we were talking about it, it's nominations. It's for what it is, it's the best it could possibly be, and then some, um, just because of George Miller's directing. I love this movie. I think it's incredible, and I've seen it multiple times, and I can't wait to see it multiple more. Wow. Yeah. Um, you okay. sure you don't want that higher on your list? No. That was a number one argument there, man. <laughs> like straight up. Because <laughs> I have three others that I loved even more. Wow. I think I love things more than you guys do. How dare Definitely you. more passionate about this. Have you am. seen me in front of a cat? Honestly. Straight up same. <laughs> um, okay, my number three is Creed. I loved Creed. I think it's the best Rocky movie, hands down. Um, I think Ron Coogler did an incredible job. Michael B. Jordan is awesome. Stallone is amazing in this movie. Definitely earned that nomination of his. Um, I think the boxing scenes are fantastic. I think the drama and the character... And the weight of it, it's incredible. It's just, it just works like such a, a great... It's, it, I think it might actually be one of my favorite boxing... or One of my favorite sports movies of all time. Um, I think it's really, really well done. Um, I was so into this movie. I went and saw it again a couple weeks later. Uh, just This movie's awesome. I loved it. It's so... It's just it's a, it's a perfect sports movie. Mm. And I loved everything about it. So, number three is Creed. What's uh, Do you like that or Warrior from a few years ago more? Oh, I can't I remember... remember. Uh, Creed. You do? I like it more than, although I love Warrior a lot. So, Um, okay. Um, Sort of a moment of truth here. Number two, Star Wars. Wow! My God, no way. No way. That's my number two. (laughs) No. Uh, What? I refuse. (laughs) No way. You're lying. Stop. I'm not not lying. You're you're freaking lying. It's it's still a 10 out of 10 for me. No, it's not what's important. <laughs> uh, I get it. Room was good. Star okay. Wars is Star Wars. 
But anyway, uh, yeah, Star Wars The Force Awakens. I loved it. This movie, we, I've talked about it forever. We've talked about it forever on the podcast. Um, but yeah, it's it brought Star Wars back for me. It's my favorite franchise of all time. Love the characters. J.J. Abrams knocked it out of the friggin' park with this. Um, I don't care if it has similarities to New Hope. Um, it didn't bother me at all, and I thought it was done well. I thought the um, the action was great. The, it looks beautiful. Um, the, I love John Williams' score. I loved uh, just I loved the character of Rey so much. She's probably one of my new favorite Star Wars characters. Same with Kylo Ren. Um, Finn too, but not as much. Um, Han Solo is the best he's ever been. Chewbacca is the best he's ever been. Uh, Leia is awesome. Luke is awesome for the very minimal screen time he's there. Everything about this movie is awesome. It's the Star Wars movie I've been waiting since I was 10 years old to see. And I loved every freaking second of it. And it's my number two. All right, so what's your real number two? <laughs> I'm, I'm, so I'm floored, floored right now. I, I don't know what to do. Everything you know is a lie. I knew, I knew this what the reaction was going to be. Wow. <sighs> unexpected. Yeah. yeah. Quite unexpected, yeah. All right, um, okay. Well, I guess I'll... Oh, jeez. Uh, we actually share a couple of spots, come to think of it. My number five is also Inside Out. Nice. Incredible. Uh, movie got a very... Uh, a very str- a strong reaction out of me, which is a short way of saying that. I did cry a little bit, not too much, but... Oh, good for you. Bing bong. Got it out every once in a yeah. while. Bing bong, man. Bing bong. Oh, just, God, just, bing bong. Bing bong was my Wait, Han on. Solo. Let's not um, talk about the movie because I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Figure everybody <laughs> seen it. But, yeah, that was... Oh, man, that movie broke me in a way. Jeez, uh, so good. Now, I'm not sure where it lands in Pixar because I still think I like... I at least like Toy Story 1 and 2 and The Incredibles more. Finding Nemo also might be in the discussion there. But it's it's I can say with certainty it's top five. Pretty sure. I don't know. That's that list will feel like it feels like it would take years off my life. But <laughs> um, number four is a movie that, to my knowledge, neither of you guys have seen, which uh, is okay, but also not because Macbeth is great. I want to see it so bad. I I can't find anywhere to see it though. Yeah, you're probably gonna have to wait till Blu-ray, but it's it is everything that I wanted wanted it to be from a Macbeth story. I think this is it's such a classical story about you know, I guess the corruption of power and it just it's just great. It's just great, and this is probably I think I haven't seen every single Macbeth retelling, but this is I went to this move I went in this movie thinking, okay, I want a Macbeth made in this kind of a filmmaking age with these actors. I wanted to be X, Y, and Z, and it was, you know, every letter in the alphabet plus X, Y, and Z. It was just so great. I loved it so much. It's this is a story that can be adapted to really any kind of any kind of setting or circumstance, which I think would make a cool Star Wars story. Just saying. Um, Can't confirm it does make a cool Star Wars story. In um, high school, me and my friend basically made a Star Wars story out of Macbeth. Incredible. <laughs> I, I, that needs Josh. Can you get? Is that going to happen? Can that happen? If it's set in the Old Republic, that would be awesome. Oh, that would be cool. Oh, that would be so cool. Or with Kyle, Kylo Ren as Macbeth. That'd be cool. Too. <laughs> they're, about, they're both about as moody. But <laughs> full, <laughs> Cody, full of Ewoks is my mind. <laughs> full of Scorpions is my mind. Clever Mason. 
Clever. So funny. So funny. Anyways, I'm a piece of crap. But anyways, uh, Macbeth was great. If you're going to see Assassin's Creed, you got to watch this just to know the the treat that I think everyone is in for. I, I have no, there's no doubt in my mind that's going to be an, a fantastic movie. Just, oh, so good. Um, my number three is a movie called Spotlight. Uh, I love investigations. I think those are, uh, by and large, my favorite kinds of movies. If you're, if you're researching and and trying to find the truth and getting down to the, um, I guess just getting down to business in that kind of a way, I just it, this movie completely wrapped me up. I still do have that, uh, the one or two problems I mentioned on the podcast. Uh, I didn't feel like it really went. It could have. I don't think it got as deep or invested as it could have been. But even then, it was still it was a great. Um, I don't I don't even want to say thriller, but it was just it was a great piece of filmmaking, and I really I loved it. And it's and most of all, it's a story that needed to be told. And um, I feel like that's 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 why these movies are made is to, you know, people got to know about this kind of stuff. So. Uh, so moving on to my number two. Uh, for my top two spots of the year, I always try to. I always try to put in the movies that if I think of 2015, what am I going to think of? That the first movies that come to my mind, and that's that to me, that is what, um, that's kind of that that's what pushes a movie over the edge. So my number two is Star Wars: The Force Awakens. I love the movie. It did everything I wanted to do. It was exhilarating. It was pulse pounding. It was emotional. It was refreshing, and it just it was it was great. It like much like Macbeth, it it hit X Y Z that I wanted, and then everything before it was just uh, it just nailed it. And I, I'm not gonna concede that yeah, it had some flaws, and it was similar to New Hope because it's not, and it didn't. So <laughs> shut up, people. Try, stop trying to ruin a good thing because this is a great movie, and I. It's my favorite Star Wars movie, and I could not be more excited to see where this goes. So, Cody, your number one movie of 2015. Well, big shocker. Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. I'm a fan first. I'm not ashamed to uh, admit that. I'm, I'm so happy this movie came out this year, and it came out the way it did. It had so much potential to be bad, and they didn't do it, and... I'm so eternally grateful to J.J. Abrams and Disney for making a good movie. And I'm just, I love it. I can't wait till it comes out on Blu-ray to watch it. Maybe it's my new Hangover movie. <laughs> Who knows? That movie has a lot more showings in my house, so that's all I know. <laughs> nice. So, Star Wars. It, 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 uh, it exceeded the hype for you, didn't it? Oh, yeah. That's great. All right, Josh, lay it on us. I feel like we both know what it is now. Yeah, I'll do. My number. Uh, yeah, my bet. My favorite movie of the year uh, is Room. Um, it happened. This happened to me last year, where a big blockbuster would come out, and that was gonna be my most. That was my most anticipated. And ended up being my favorite movie of the year. And then a little indie movie out of nowhere comes along, and knocks me on my ass, and is ends up being my favorite. And that happened again this year with Star Wars in Room. So what uh, were they last year? Uh, last year it was Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and Whiplash. Solid. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, Room is, I, I said it when I first saw it, this is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Like ever. I think this is, 
this is going to be one of the going to go down as one of the kind of more one of those dramas that people are talking about 10 years from now um or thriller too i guess um for the first half of this movie it is one of the most intense uh gripping just like emotional things i've ever experienced watching a movie and then the second half is one of the most beautiful interesting well done pieces of storytelling i've ever seen um it has two phenomenal performances from brie larson and jacob tremblay um both i think jacob tremblay should have i might i could make an argument he deserved uh nomination over one or two of the people that got nominated in the lead not for not supporting because he carries the movie just as much as brie larson does um but i think these two on screen together are incredible um this is one of the most interesting unique cinematic experiences i've ever had watching a movie um it's it's perfect it is i i i honestly i'm I'm not kidding when i say i had to like take a break for a second and like like kind of like take a breather and get a drink of water after a certain uh cody you saw the movie right yeah i know exactly the part you're talking about yeah after a certain thing happens about midway through the movie um i had to like take a break because i almost thought i was gonna throw up (laughs) i i was i was so like i was like it was it was i was shaking i'm not kidding i was shaking i was almost sweating i had to take a break um but yeah it's so it's just a perfect movie if you can see room i already i already pre-ordered it on blu-ray i want to see it again as soon as i can it's it's incredible i love it Ooh. Wow, uh, I didn't get to see that one yet, so that's just based on that alone. Yeah, on, that's going to go to uh, to the top of the queue. So, um, no surprises here. My favorite movie of 2015 is a little movie called Pitch Perfect 2. <laughs> the girls are back and better than ever. Um, no, it's, it's Spectre. It's, Whoa. it's always been Spectre. Like I said with Star Wars... What am I going to rem- remember from 2015? It's Star Wars and Spectre, and I just I like Spectre uh, just a little bit more. For me, it had everything I wanted it to be. Uh, Craig is great as always. The script I felt was as globetrottingly fun as the some of the earlier Sean Connery movies were, with the right amount of uh, I guess grizzliness that um, that uh, Casino Royale and Skyfall had, and it just I just loved it. I, I got I got everything I wanted from it, and it's coming out on Blu-ray in a couple of weeks, so I'm going to grab it as soon as I can, and I'm going to watch this one plenty more times, and it would, uh, I just wished they got a different person to sing the damn song. <laughs> That's honestly the only thing I didn't like about the thing, is that song, but I guess I can, when I get it, when I get it on Blu-ray, I can mute that and play, play a U2 song or something like that, so not all is lost. So, yeah, Spectre. Go Spectre. Wow, so that's wow, quite a quite a surprise, Josh. So let's let's yeah, all since I'm floored <laughs> right now. Yeah, since these are a little staggered, let's go ahead and let's recap them from ten to one. Okay. Josh, why don't you start? All right, so number ten, the visit. Number nine, Kingsman. Number eight, Straight Outta Compton. Number seven, Sicario. Number six, Ex Machina. Number five, Inside Out. Number four, Mad Max. Number three, Creed. Number two, Star Wars The Force Awakens. And number one, Room. 
I still, I was, <laughs> still can't believe it. Cody, what about you? This is right. ten to one. Number ten spotlight. Number nine Sicario. Number eight Steve Jobs. Number seven Mad Max Fury Road. Number six The Revenant. Five The Martian. Four Ex Machina. Three Room. Two Creed. One Star Wars: The Force Awakens. This for myself. Number ten The Man from Uncle. Number nine The Martian. Number eight Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation. Number seven Steve Jobs. Number six Ex Machina. Number five Inside Out. Number four, Macbeth. Number three, Spotlight. Number two, Star Wars The Force Awakens. And number one, Spectre. Wow. So now we can officially assess the year. Wow. Quite a year for film. Quite a year for film. Pretty great. Yep. Really good year. Room over Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, you need to go and watch that. You haven't seen Room. I know. I really need. I really want to know because it's obviously you guys are high on it. I trust your opinion. So, <sighs> yikes. So uh, I guess, um, do, do you guys want to talk about what you've been watching this week, or just gonna ha- let the movies stand for themselves? You're the leader of this little troop. Do what you want, buddy. Well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wanna... I'll, I'll talk. Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. Well, let's. Uh... <sighs> What have we been uh, watching, reading, and listening to this week? Josh, we'll start with you. Um, well, to make up for my lack of having Star Wars on my number one, let me, why don't I talk about something Star Wars again? Um, I've been reading a novel um, called Tarkin. As in um, Grand Moff? Yeah, mm-hmm. as in, it's, a, it's about uh, Grand Moff Tarkin. It's basically a... I'm not too far into it. I'm about like seven or eight chapters into it. Um Although I'm listening to it, not reading it, because who reads anymore? Um, Me. <laughs> but it's um, it's a really interesting book um, so far. I'm really I'm really digging it. It's kind of de- delving into the kind of the uh, the history and the uh, not the origin, but kind of the the use and the uh, kind of path that had uh, Tarkin going from where he was to where he is now. I'm um, kind of delving into his psyche a little bit. Um, it's really interesting. It's uh, very. It's just you, you get to know him a lot, and it just shows what a really great character he is. Um, and there, I still have a lot to read, so um, definitely more interested. I think it's a really good uh, Star Wars book so far. So I'm I'm really loving that. Fascinating. Uh, Cody, do you have anything, or do you want me to go? I <clears throat> played a game called Undertale, which is a kind of an RPG that came out in September really short four hours long ish one of the best games i've played this year has the best soundtrack it's just so good it's only ten dollars you guys should buy it oh is it on like playstation network something like that's on steam you have to pay on a computer steam is fascinating to me why (laughs) i don't know i just don't understand it it's like it's on the it's on the internet man so is the PlayStation Network. I don't. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just. I'm technologically illiterate. So that's just right. me. I don't really play PC. I don't really play. I mean, I don't really have a PC to play games on. But well, that's not a game you need to play. That you need a good PC. Right. I'll send you a screenshot. How enlightening. <laughs> uh, as for me, I forgot to talk about this last week, so I'm glad that we're gonna be able to get to it. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Is back. And we were texting back and forth about this. I don't understand 
how it is so it's still so freaking funny after all this time. It's 11 seasons in. There's been 116 episodes, and I still die a little bit every time I watch an episode because <laughs> it's so great. And the fact that they led this season off by doing a sequel to my favorite episode I just think is the coolest thing ever, and it was just as funny. If you're wondering, Charty McDennis is my favorite episode of the show, and they did Charity McDennis 2, Electric Boogaloo, and it was great. It had uh, uh, Cody had one of the guys from The Office on it. Did you see Which it? Which one? I didn't uh, watch it yet. What was his name? Uh, he was like the boss. David. David? Oh, David Wallace? Yeah, David Wallace. He, he's in it. I love that guy. He's in Jurassic World, too. But, um, yeah, I think it's just... Season 10, we're, we're all talking about this. Season 10 is great. It ended... The first episode and the last episode were both absolutely hysterical. So this show, I don't even... It's just... It's it's still... It's, it's amazing to me. And I love it so much. And I cannot wait for it to keep going. And f- still stay funny. Because I'm sure it will. These guys are comedic geniuses and i love them so so much so yeah uh josh do you watch it's always sunny i've never seen a single episode oh, oh dude that. start with charlie mcdennis please if you do one thing what just for me don't have to watch that... specter ever again just watch charlie mcdennis <laughs> they need to watch the dayman musical too oh true oh that one's great as well uh but i love that show it's i, I it's seinfeld kind of but even more <laughs> decrepit and evil like these these the way Seinfeld characters are just jerks. These people should probably be in prison, and oh, that's yeah, they're what... definitely sociopaths. Oh, absolutely. Do you, Cody, do you remember the uh, when they go to the therapist? Oh God. <laughs> 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 uh, it's such a good episode. So, Josh, what was it? Uh, what was the grade that you gave Spectre? Um, I originally gave it an eight, but thinking back, I'd go like a seven and a half. Ooh. That's exactly what it's, somebody with donkey brains would do. Savage. <laughs> donkey. It's still a good rating. I like it. No, no, just that's a joke from the show. They call people donkey brains. It's so funny. I love it. Um, but yeah, Nightman Cometh and Charlie McDennis, and or uh, shoot, what's the one where they all have like their the stores being robbed and they go in like their fantasies? Oh, I don't know what that's called, but that's also a great episode. <laughs> Charlie goes to the baby store. <laughs> That's where things babies come from. <laughs> They're all janitors and waitresses. <laughs> it's great. If you, Josh, if you like Up, that's a that'd be a great episode for you. I will definitely check that out. Yeah, that's. I love this show so much. If you can't already tell, but that is <laughs> that is this week's episode of the Pod, the Top Ten of 2015. Crazy. Did not expect this. Still shaking a little bit. We're all so comfortable. <laughs> But um, yeah, you guys, you can uh, you can follow us at underscore realflix on the Twitter, and uh, we'll be posting mildly interesting things there. Or actually, I need to send out some pictures of my cats. I gotta, yeah, yeah, cats are great. But yeah, send us send us your cat pics, all that good stuff. What? Scare away our listeners. Who doesn't like cats? Pretty much confirmed that Mason's a cat lady at this point. I can tell you. Are you interested in some kittens by any chance, Josh? Yeah. That's pause too I, loud. I, should I ask what those are? Char, one of the characters in the show, in it's always Sunny Charlie. He he comes up with this this idea of kitten mittens. It's like mittens for cats. That's exactly what it sounds like. It's great. It's so great. But all right, we'll we'll be going on forever if I keep talking about it. it's always Sunny. It's a great show. Um, so until then, guys, like I said, follow us at underscore Reflex on Twitter, and we will be talking with you next week about something it'll be a surprise to us figure it out so we'll talk to you then take it easy guys
Bye, everybody. Later.